Hello, and welcome to the HealCast. I'm Bobby, joined by my awesome co-host. Hi, I'm Morgan. How we doing, Morgan? Pretty good. How about you? Living the dream. Can't complain. A little tired? Just a little bit. Only a, only a slight amount. I did a uh, Thon stream on Friday that I thought would go 12 hours. Um, it went 19 and a half, so we're still no. recovering. So what exactly is that? Uh, so I did a Twitch fundraiser, which basically I sat there and played games for 20 hours, which sounds like as the in, dream, right? As in video games? like Correct. Like what kind of games do you play? All sorts, Morgan. I, I, I like Fortnite? Like I don't even no, know. No, I like... didn't play Fortnite. Are you kidding me? I don't know. But uh, I did 20 hours of gaming. We raised 1.3K FTK. So that was tons of fun. A lot of coffee, but I lived. And so people will just watch you play games for yeah. 19 and a half hours. <laughs> well, do people pop in and out? I'm yeah, definitely. I, I don't know if anyone was silly enough to go as long as I did. Straight. Oh my gosh, would that be cool if there was someone who did it for the whole 19 and a half hours with you? They, they definitely would have gotten bored because I'm pretty boring. But That sounds like thon conditioning, basically. Yeah. Saying, like, except for you got to sit, so I guess that helps. Yeah, I kinda, it was halfway. Next time I'll do it with a standing desk, and then it'll be some real training. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for all that you did. Uh, FTK, that's pretty awesome. I'm sorry that your sleep schedule is going to suffer for probably the rest of your life. That's fine. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you very much. I uh, Next time you do that, I'm going to have to tune in. Um, I don't really understand it, so maybe I'll uh, tune in and try to get it a little bit more than I do right now. Yeah, we'll see if uh, if I decided to go again before Thon. Probably. It was fun. It wasn't too bad. Maybe maybe uh, someone else listening has interest in doing that because it sounds like an awesome way to raise money. Um, and I will have to learn how to play some uh, video games. Yeah, you'll have to learn how to play some Fortnite, Morgan. I don't even know how to play, like, <laughs> really any game. We can play Mario Party. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm that interesting either, but uh, that's a pretty cool thing um, that Thon's been trying out this year. And obviously, it seems to be um, a great way to fundraise, and you can do it um, even when we can't be in person and all that. So it's pretty neat. Yeah. Well, without further ado, we do have a guest on this week. Um, our very own Kim Kramer. She graduated when we were young freshmen. babies. Yeah, so she's been out of school for what, like a year and a half now? Almost two she graduated years. Graduated in fall of 2018, I think. Yeah, so she's been out a while. So mm -hmm. we need to have an alumni on. Um, and let's get to it. Awesome. And we're live. So, we're here with Kim Kramer. Kim, tell us all about yourself. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm Kim. I graduated from Penn State almost two years ago. It'll be two years in December. Um, I joined Heal my freshman year. Uh, but I guess we'll probably get more into that later. Um, so, right now, I am working at a children's hospital in Delaware, Nemours hospital for children as a dietitian um, and I cover the cardiac intensive care unit and um, the GI service um, and it's pretty much my dream job so I'm super excited to be working there. 
Um, other things about me, I love to cook and I love reading. I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd. So that's, that's usually my go-to. I've reread the books five times. What house are you in? Hufflepuff. Yeah, you and me both. Really? You're a Hufflepuff? Yes, of course. Could you not tell? I Honestly, I had no idea. I'm wow. really happy to that. Good. Yeah, Hufflepuff's where so it's at. Many, how many times did you visit Harry Potter World when you were in uh, Florida? Yeah, so I was in Florida for nine months doing an internship, and my brother was very kind, and as a graduation present and, like, moving to Florida present, he got me a universal um, pass. So I probably went, I don't know, at least 10 or 15 times while I was there. That's awesome. <laughs> Sometimes after work, when I was bored or just, like, didn't have anything to do, I would just go and walk around by myself. <laughs> I respect it. I love that. I mean, you might as well take advantage of it being in Florida for, for nine months. Like, might as well live it up for that time. Exactly. Um, yeah, so that's awesome. Well, you touched on being in heel and everything. Do you mind just telling us um, the positions that you held and um, kind of your experiences with them? Yeah, absolutely. So I was the um, one of the Thon Weekend chairs, um, and that was really interesting. I, you know, it was my second thon going into that position. So um, I had already experienced thon once and kind of had an idea for, you know, what types of activities we would want to do, you know, in the stands and what activities we wanted to do with the dancers to keep them going throughout the weekend. Um, but I was also surprised, you know, just how much planning and coordination there was going into actually prepping for all the logistics of that weekend. So um, waiting in line to get into the BJC and trying to get our spot in the stands, um, organizing, you know, who was going to be there when, so that we always had people there to support the dancers. Um, I don't think that I realized, you know, going into that position, how big that part was. And so that was definitely a learning experience for me. Um, and I had a great time doing it. And it was really awesome to get to know the parents of the dancers because that was also a big part um, coordinating with the families when they were going to be there um, and making sure that we had really fun things planned for our Thon families the Tuckies and at that time the Knowles um, to keep them occupied throughout the weekend um, and so I then was the heel president my senior year um, and and so that you know was a lot of delegation and planning and just making sure um, we were accomplishing our goals that we, we had set throughout the year, um, and I absolutely loved that. I got to really see all the creative aspects of every position um, and, and felt like I was able to make a big impact, which was my goal with becoming involved in THON and, and HEAL, um, and so that was just absolutely my favorite part of being at Penn State. Um, whenever somebody asks me, you know, what I loved about Penn State, my first answer is always Thon um, and and getting to have the opportunity to be the president of Heal. Awesome. Sorry about what you're gonna say. No, you're good. Um, yeah, that's that's awesome. So you had the opportunity to dance what your senior year as well, so the same year that you were president. Yeah. Um, and so who did you dance with? Just jog my memory. So I danced with. Skyler, um, who I don't know if 
you guys. I've met Skylar. Skylar. So yeah. I danced with Skylar, who um, was also a senior at that time and on exec. I danced with Matt Giuliano, who was also a president of Heal at a later time, um, and Emily Foster, who was family relations. Um, so we danced together. It was the four of us. It was really awesome. Uh, we, I think, kept each other going throughout the weekend um, because you know, everybody will struggle at one point or another while they're dancing, but I think we kind of all struggled at different times, which was good um, because then we could, you know, pump each other up. Um, and we just had a lot of fun dancing together. It was awesome. Um, yeah, I don't think I could have, you know, had a better experience dancing. No, you guys definitely had an absolute squad for a lineup. Um, <laughs> for sure. Now, I have to ask, how many PB&Js did you uh, join on with Matt? Because I think he admits to about 46 throughout the weekend. No way. No, I don't believe that. Um, I I don't think I had that many. I probably only had, like, five. Um, you guys had... let him get the PB&Js all alone? Wow. Hey, listen, we have <laughs> the RCN. Um, I do remember at one point a PB&J, like, absolutely reviving me. <laughs> um, although I usually went for, like, the peanut butter and Nutella, because that's, okay. that's my thing. Um, no, my, my go-to food was the food that people were sneaking in for me. Yeah. Um, which maybe I should be admitting here, but. No, it's fine. No, it's okay. We've got all them. I had a breakfast sandwich, um, from Irving's that somebody brought for me <laughs> that was that was great <laughs> uh, somebody brought in a slice of pizza for me <gasps> how did they do that yeah okay so how did they um, do it was that up, <laughs> it was wrapped up in aluminum foil okay. and in the waistband of their pants wow Wow, if that went wrong, they could have ended in, like, definitely a need for for an outfit change. Like, the grease of the pizza dripping all over. So, where was the pizza from? Like, did you have your go-to pizza place? No, my go-to pizza place is at home. Um, but I think, I'm trying to remember where it was from. Canyon? <laughs> it might have been. I have Yucky. Not, but you know what? In that moment, it was, like, the best pizza I ever had. That's usually what happens when you have Canyon. It's always in the moment when any pizza would be the best uh, you've ever had. Yeah, yeah somehow, somehow Canyon stays in business. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> They're like dollar slices. You can't beat that. True. Yeah, that's true. Although I heard that they got rid of the big bucket of ranch um, that they once had. Yeah, and it's COVID safety. Yeah, probably. I mean, it probably doesn't make sense for people to be like dunking in it. Yeah. That thing definitely got gross. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny looking back at, like, things that we used to do that now you look at it during a pandemic and you're like, I would never do that now. Yeah, why <laughs> did we do um, those things? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to dancing a little bit. Um, what was kind of, like, your favorite thing about dancing that weekend? Ooh. <laughs> and you can pick more than one. Okay. One of my favorite memories was um, getting to FaceTime with the Tuckies. They unfortunately couldn't be there in person that year. Um, so we got to FaceTime them. We got to send them lots of videos. And I was texting Becca and Kate throughout the weekend. 
um, beginning to FaceTime them. I think it was really early Sunday morning. I'm guessing <laughs> was when we FaceTimed them. Yeah. And it just, it really like, grounded me and it reminded me why I was doing it because that was definitely a time where we were all kind of like, you know, feeling tired and sore. Um, so FaceTiming them was great. I was also super, super into the line dance. Um, so anytime I heard the line dance start, like, even if I was in the back, I was running out to do it. Although the funny thing is, last year when I was there, I had zero memory of the line dance. Like, really? Not at all. I remembered every other line dance from when I was, you know, involved in, in heel and thon. And then <laughs> the line dance from when I danced, I was standing there and I was like, I didn't do this. <laughs> repressed memory right yeah yeah but what was I that blast off bjc <laughs> are you serious what my line line dance was like i don't remember it and i remember last year i looked at matt and i was like did we do this and he was like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny i guess your brain just kind of blasted out or there were just times that you were you were there but not every you're not able to even like remember it. That's that's crazy. I've heard of people saying that before, um, but very interesting because you did it 46 times. So like your brain can, yeah. But I just like, yeah, it's not it's not in my long term memory at all. Um, but I do remember doing it as much as I could and loving it when I was doing it. Um, and my other favorite memory that I can think of off, off the top of my head was um pep rally my drcm dropped down ice cream from the stands for me wow the thon ripple ice cream which they had just released that year and it was so good and i remember just like standing there eating it and like looking around and i was like this is it like i am peaking right now that's awesome life will never be better that's awesome. Um, was that in the line dance that year? I mean, maybe. I don't know if you remember. But was the Thon Ripple in the line dance? I'm sure it had to have been. Yeah. You're probably, probably like when they recap. I'm trying to think. Yours wasn't Ignite Electrify, was it? Was that it a was previous Blast year? Off BJC. I think. What year was Ignite Electrify? 2015. Because yeah, I, I danced in 2018. Uh, this is terrible. I should. You danced in 2018. Blast off BJC 2016. That's my bad. Yeah, I was gonna say that one. I know. I could. Yeah, I, I would say that one. I feel like you guys knew that one. Yeah. No, I danced in 2018. What was the Thon 2018 line dance? That's fine. They were they were zooming. They had somewhere to be. Let me look it up real quick. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna feel really embarrassed when you say it because then i'm gonna be like yeah that, that was it <laughs> but it's just boom not. stomp bring the thunder dancing for tomorrow's wonder ftk why we fight every dream shining bright comes today future lions impact change with four diamonds move forward go explore make a difference find a cure that was 2018 yeah yeah that was it <laughs> let me see Am if thon ripples in there i don't think it is 
Uh, Defy limits BJC altogether fearlessly. Cans retire. Dash is here. Hundred days, far and near. Thank you, Darcy. Jeff arrives. Make a page on donor drive. One day shatters expectations. Families are motivations. Courage to explore the sea. Look within for honesty. Wisdom paves a new horizon. Strength in numbers with four diamonds. Look through our telescope in the stars. We find hope. Journey further to uncover tomorrow's wonders we discover. It's not in that section. It could be the Penn State one. That was the Thon one. one. Yeah, it probably would have been in the Thon one. That's actually crazy. So that was the year that they got rid of canning. What was your experience with that? So I I had the opportunity to go canning three times my freshman year. I think three times my sophomore year. Okay. And then I guess twice my junior year. I'm trying to remember. Did they get rid of it in 2018 or was it? 2018 was when they retired canning. So I think you got to go canning, but it was the last one. Okay, because I remember they, they did two and then one and then they stopped. So, yeah, so I got to go canning pretty much every year. Um, it was definitely a, I mean, I won't sugar coat it right like it was a, a terrible you know situation that happened um and I think that everybody was just responding the best way that they knew how um and so it kind of forced everybody to think creatively and and figure out other other ways to fundraise and still you know um get the message out and so we really ramped up the envelopes um we created some really interesting fundraisers. Um, we made a cookbook, which was pretty cool. So we, you know, told everybody like meeting after meeting after meeting, send us recipes, get your parents to send us recipes. And then I taught myself how to find books. <laughs> and awesome. so I spent my free time that year binding books. And we sent out about a hundred cookbooks um, that were all heal recipes which was really awesome and that was a great fundraiser that we did so it was just about you know figuring out other ways to fundraise we did lots of bake sales um i think that also um kind of inspired the idea to start having retreats um because another big part of canning besides the fundraising aspect was getting to know everybody and and bonding and so by um organizing retreats we kept that alive which was really important um just to you know get to know everyone so i think it just made everybody get a little more creative which is never a bad thing it's kind of funny that go ahead sorry talk about quite the year to become president too like being kind of dealt that deck of cards i guess is if you hand of cards if you want to say that um Yeah, dealt the whole deck, you know, <laughs> not just a hand, the whole deck. There's a lot. Right? There's a lot of cards there. Tuesday, everyone. Um, but yeah, it sounds like you guys obviously took on that challenge really well, and the direction and everything that you took as a president. Um, a lot of those things that you're talking about are things that we still do. So obviously, um, it impacted heal much longer than than you were there. Um, so thank you for that. And Bobby, I'm sorry I cut you off. No, it's fine. I was just going to say, it's kind of cool that we we gotten onto the subject because it's very similar to what's going on this year where, um, you know, a lot of things are different. And so it's really just about innovation. What's up? 
I said, what's different? I'm just uh, kidding. Oh, yeah. No, I wonder what's different this year. Why don't we all just go camming together and hang out at each other's houses and hold hands and sing kumbaya and hug and kiss? Great. Anyways, uh, yeah, so things are a little different. We got to get a little creative, but you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, innovation's not a bad thing. Um, so hopefully cool things come out of this, like this podcast that stick around for a while. Who knows? Oh, you're awesome. Stop it, you. <sighs> awesome. So you, two, you two have been close, really, since, what, Bobby's freshman year. Um, so how did you two become close, and kind of what has that been like? Like, what did it influence you, Bobby, with you, and all oh, that stuff? You can go first, Kim. Well, Bobby, you came on a canning trip with me, didn't you? It was a canvassing trip. We weren't allowed to call oh. it canning, but yes. Right. Yes, it was canvassing um, at my house. Yep. And I I was driving, so you were in my car. Correct. And I think Matriliana was there. Yep. Um, and we just were listening to music the whole time and kind of, oh, and Hamilton. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yes. Bobby and I bonded over Hamilton. Definitely. That's that awesome. Um, and I could go on about that for much longer than we have. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it really was just that whole idea of you, you know, go to somebody's house for a weekend and you might not know all the people that you're there with. Um, I think that was my first time meeting Bobby. Yep. And um, you kind of, you leave, you go back to school and you're like, I have all these people now that I am so much closer with. And, and you just kind of form this like bond with those people that I don't, I've never really experienced getting that anywhere else. Um, and so, yeah, it was a canvassing trip. My parents hosted, they loved hosting canning and canvassing. Um, <clears throat> we, my freshman year, they hosted the first canning trip, which was my first canning trip. So that was kind of crazy. But um, yeah, I guess after that, Bobby, we just realized we had some things in common and uh, yeah, blossomed into yeah. a beautiful friendship. The rest is history, right? <laughs> Definitely. So I guess my side of things. Freshman year, uh, come to heel. I knew Matt Giuliano going into it. Uh, so when I went on the, the canvassing trip and saw he was in my car, I was like, oh, thank God. Uh, you know, I'm going to be with someone I know at least. So it won't be super weird. Kim rolls up, get in the car, and uh, we get on the topic of, like, musicals or something. And I'm like, oh, I love musicals. And then ended up, Caroline Newman was also in the car, and she likes musicals too. So Matt was kind of outnumbered. Um, <laughs> we ended up getting Hamilton on the Ox, and then I think we went to Wicked and all I know is that the three of us were singing, and Matt wishes he was asleep. Um, but, yeah, we went to your house. Your parents were so nice. It was so much fun. It was a football game. It was a Friday football game for Penn State. And They're I can't playing. remember who we were playing. I think it was Illinois. I think it was. Because we watched it. I was at a different house at that yeah. time. And we watched it at um, Megan, uh, Megan Nelson's. Yeah, so we watched it. Kim has two two cats, right? Pumpkin yep. and Shadow. Fred, but Fred, are you serious? The black cat's name isn't Shadow. I thought it was. Wow. I'm gonna change it now. I like that. Either way, Pumpkin and Fred. <laughs> That's so wrong. Wait, wait, wait. That wasn't even close. What? You changed the Your names. You're me awful. you're totally messing with me. Anyways. Cats were super cute. Your parents were super nice. It was a ton of fun. Uh, I feel like an idiot now, but 
yeah, it was just tons of fun. We played a bunch of games. We we were really close to another group. Um, so we like another house worth of people. So I think one night we went over there. It was like a ten minute drive or something. We went to Sabrina's, I think. Yeah, it was right. Because Sabrina lived right around the corner. Yeah, and we played games and stuff. It was tons of fun. Got to meet a lot of people. Got to, like, actually know people. And that's the big thing that kind of sucks that we don't have it this year. Um, you really just get to hang out with them. You're stuck in a house together, right? So you got to do something. Um, but you really get to know people, and it really grows the friendships. That I don't think there's, there's no real other way to do that other than just sticking with people and learning about them. So it was a lot of fun. And then, yeah, we, we started – you, me, and Matt would hang out and do fun stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. And then you always come and visit last year, and I'd always say, hey, yeah. here we are. Yeah, I tried to go back as much as I could, and now, you know, I miss it. Um, but COVID and all that. It's all right. Next year, my couch will be open, and COVID well, should be hopefully done by then. So. Hopefully. hopefully. Yeah, COVID <laughs> has to wrap it up. Yeah, okay, let's go. Time's up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> how is how has it been in a in a hospital setting? Are you do you have to wear like an N ninety five mask all day? No, um, we like... just wear like the regular surgical masks. Um and so honestly, in my opinion, first of all, I'm lucky because I'm in a children's hospital. So um for the most part we're not seeing as many kids um infected with COVID. So we don't have like super high COVID rates in our hospital. Um, and every single person that walks into the hospital, whether they are staff um, or family, they go through a screening process. So every morning when I walk in, um, there's a bunch of questions that are listed outside. If the answer is yes to any of those questions, you're not allowed to go in, you have to call employee health. And then once you walk in, if you know your answer is no to everything, they take your temperature every single day. And if your temperature is above their set threshold, which I think is like 99.5, okay. um, which isn't even technically a fever, but I'm happy for them to be like on the safe side. Mm -hmm. um, if your temperature is above that threshold, then you can't go and you have to get tested. So it is a very safe environment in the hospital. We're wearing masks at all time. They don't let people like sit anywhere closer than six feet, you know, apart. Um, so being in the hospital is actually the place where I feel like the safest when it comes to COVID, which is kind of funny, but um, yeah. And any time that there is a patient who tests positive when they come in, um, we, we don't really even go in their room. So it's not really a, I don't wanna say it's not a big deal in the hospital because it very much is and has shaped the way that we do everything that we're doing now. Um, but it's it's really safe, which is that's nice. Glad to hear <laughs> yeah, that. For sure. Yeah, to be able to go to work and feel feel comfortable is definitely very important and good. My sister's um in a hospital right now. She's a physical therapy student, so she's finishing up her clinicals. And oh. um, I'm in New Jersey, and I guess I don't know if the rules are different or just the hospital that she's in. She's in like an N95 all day with a surgical mask over it. So that's okay. presented. Um, it makes her feel safe and obviously keeps all the patients safe and everything. But also can be tough to wear a mask for like twelve hour days every day. So um, I definitely commend all the healthcare workers and everything who are in the hospitals trying to keep us all safe. And uh, it's hard. And 
as important as wearing a mask is it is hard to wear them for extended period of time so yeah yeah, uh, yeah it's actually like the biggest thing I find with wearing a mask for so long is not it doesn't like inhibit my breathing at all that's fine but it's it really itchy yeah you get, dude you get acne from the mask I don't even want to talk about it's that. bad it's it's bad yeah yeah it's like okay i got acne from the mask but at least now i get to wear a mask to cover, to cover the acne yeah, but just make the problem worse as is right like it's i guess less makeup in the morning too if you wear it like if you wear it you don't have to do it really you can just do your eyes. no one's gonna see either <laughs> you just skip like the mouth area and yeah. yeah just don't take it off it might become very obvious yeah I thought about that before. I'm like, if I'm going out, do I even really have to worry about doing anything except for just my eyes? Because, like, I think I'm set, you know? Like, I don't plan on taking it off. Um, I guess that's one benefit of coronavirus. I don't know. It's funny on makeup. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if people have, like, mask tan lines if they're, like, doing stuff outside. Probably. I want to see pictures of that. I'm sure they're out there. They just yeah, have, like, probably. these awful, like, boxes across their face. <laughs> At least they're being safe, though. It's all yeah. you can um, So, going back to Thon a little bit after we kind of veered off for a moment. A little bit of a tangent. Um, can you talk about some of your favorite heel memories? Um, I know we talked about canvassing, um, I guess canning and all of that. Um, and dancing, but any other memories that you have, maybe like tucky trips or um, anything like that of things that you enjoyed? Well, the tucky trips were always absolute highlights. Um, just getting to go and, and spend quality time with them, and Kate always would make like the best food. Um, that was always awesome. I remember we would just go and, and like play cards the whole time, or play hide and seek, or tag, or football. Um, one of our favorite games was spoons, I think, mostly because there was kind of an unspoken rule that Becca would win. Um, although now that she's older, we kind of, like, don't always let her get away with that. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And uh, more recently, we would go and we'd watch The Office. And... Um, that was always fun because that's one of my favorite shows. So Becca was super into the office and would always try to throw it on when we were there. Um, and obviously getting, you know, to spend time with all of their pets <laughs> because the Tuckies, you know, one of the first thing, things that comes to my mind when I think about them is, is all of the pets. Um, I don't think I personally know anybody else that has – as many cats as they do. And that's awesome because I'm a huge it's, cat person. It's nine cats, I think. And yeah. they have a black cat named Shadow, I believe. So I think that's where okay. I got Shadow okay. from. We get it that you're trying to make up for the All right, so... Name, listen. Huh? I said, are you sure? Uh, we'll get back to you on that one. Tell Fred I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I think that's where I got Shadow from. I... Change his name to Shadow anyways. It's... I will. No, I like it better. That's pretty metal. Um, yeah. So, yeah, obviously, the Tuckies getting to spend time with them was the best. Um, another favorite of mine was the retreat that we had. Um, I think that was my senior year. We organized, a, like, an org retreat. Um, we all went to my house. I think it was, like, 30 of us. 
which was a lot of people to fit into my house. Um, but we made it work and we did bonding games and regular games. And it was just a lot of fun to kind of decompress and get to know each other in a setting that, yes, the focus was still about fun, but it was also um, kind of just like, hey guys, let's become close and get to know each other. Because you never know everything about a person, right? Um, and so just having that weekend to, you know, we weren't fundraising. We were just focusing on learning about each other was really awesome. And that is definitely one of my favorite memories. Um, and then our pasta dinners. That's like a huge one for me. Uh, like I said, I love cooking. And so every year, maybe multiple times, we would do a pasta dinner um, as a fundraiser. And that was always great because in addition to raising money for Thon, we were eating and hanging out and spending time with the people in Heal was always my favorite because they were my best friends. So, and still are. Um, Thanks. And so, yeah, pasta dinners were great. Where would you host them? We kind of switched it around. It really just depended on which, usually it was at a church. Um, and it, it just depended on like who was available. And okay. a lot of them asked for like a down payment kind of, or I guess like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, cover. Like a security deposit. Oh. Uh, because yeah, it was they like- trust if, us. <laughs> no, we were a bunch of college kids. Um, they just wanted us to clean up after ourselves, which is absolutely fair. And yeah. so, yeah, it was kind of just a matter of like who was available, who had the best rate at the time um, so that we could donate as much of the proceeds as possible. Cool. Makes sense. I think, what did we have a, a pasta dinner last year, um, Bobby? Yeah, we did. We actually put it in one of the churches. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the one that was not next Bell? to Taco Bell. It's not the one right next to it, but there's another church. A couple times. Yeah. yeah. On Calder somewhere? There could be. I don't know. I didn't know there was a church on Calder. I don't know. I could be making that up. <laughs> yeah, it's all a lie. Kim's <laughs> lying to you. Everyone at home, there's no church at Calder. I don't know. Maybe there is. Uh, if there is, I never saw it, but definitely could have been. Um, but yeah, we we did get one in. Um, we were talking about that, actually, in exec. What are we going to do with pasta dinners? Because that's just kind of like a, a synonymous thing with heel events. You know, eventually, a pasta dinner is going to work its way in there. Uh, we kind of finagled a little bit of a, a pasta pasta dinner. We did like a dinner and do's event with a mac and cheese bar that people could walk by, grab mac and cheese, and then walk home because you're not allowed to hang out. Oh, um, cool. But that worked out really well. But yeah, I mean, we'll have to find another way to get our, our true spaghetti love on. and uh, Yeah, and the know. garlic bread. You can't forget the garlic true, bread. True, true. Yeah, basically anything with carbs is just delicious, so that's what I'm going for. That's how it works. Yep. Yeah. Um, I keep on forgetting what I was going to say. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so any good <laughs> quarantine recipes that you made, Kim, because I know you love to cook, and I'm always looking for new recipes, so please share. Yeah, so actually my go-to, and we're going back to pasta, 
is um, penne with vodka sauce. Do you make your own vodka sauce? Yes. I am, like, obsessed with vodka sauce, and I finally taught myself how to make it. Set the recipe. Okay, I will. I would usually get it at restaurants and Mm -hmm. COVID, so I was like, I'm going to learn how to make vodka sauce, and I did, and it's, like, pretty easy, Um, and I think I've made it, like, four or five times now. And I do it with chicken or I do it with shrimp or veggies and obviously pasta. And um, yeah, that is like probably my favorite. And then the cliche banana bread. Mm -hmm. Um, I've made banana bread a couple times now and I have found the absolute best recipe. Send that to you. What do you you put in it? Is it like the typical like flour, sugar, eggs? Or is it like like those walnuts? No, I don't put nuts. Don't, um, I don't do say put, with nuts. Yeah, well, there's a time and a place. Um, <laughs> I do put cinnamon. And sometimes if I'm in the mood, I will put chocolate chips. Mm. But I think the trick to this one that makes it so good. So, yeah, it's the flour, sugar, eggs, um, bananas. I do one extra banana than the recipe calls for. Okay. And then the recipe that I found calls for sour cream, which I had never heard of in banana but a lot of times in coffee cake they put sour cream yeah like okay i can understand that and then i swapped out half of the white sugar for brown sugar okay like extra flavor so really good i will send the recipe because it's incredible send your adapted version i will oh i will okay good 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 good. (laughs) i was i was into making banana bread during um during quarantine too and i think it had maple sugar or sorry maple syrup in it um which was good it was like not super sweet but like a good um a good amount of sweetness and then i always add chocolate chips because i literally don't go a day without chocolate um so i'm always in the mood and then i'm trying there was something else in it that made it like super moist um maybe it was like applesauce i don't know it was something like funky i'm trying to remember what it was but I've heard of coffee and, and stuff like that, too, that's supposed to apparently make it moist. Um, huh. My sister-in-law does that. She makes, like, a – my brother loves, um, like, peanut butter and chocolate, so she makes him, like, a peanut butter chocolate cake every year for his birthday. And she always says she puts coffee in it, and I think it is to, like, keep it um, from, like, being so dry. Oh, so okay. I'm, like, wondering if that's, like, the same effect as the sour cream. I don't know. Maybe. I really like that maple syrup idea. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I follow this account called Spinach for Breakfast. I'm sorry for anyone who doesn't like cooking, but I I enjoy this. Um, I follow this account called Spinach for, like, four as in the number, and then breakfast. And she posts, like, really good recipes. Some are, like, super healthy, and some are, like, just normal, whatever. But she makes, like, some good things that have, like, a little bit of a twist. Um, and she has a cute son, so that's fun. You have to follow that account. That yeah. It's right up my alley. Yeah. My mom wouldn't let me into the kitchen during quarantine. I tried a couple times, and she was not having it. I made cookies once, and she was like, never again. You didn't clean anything. And I was like, but they're good cookies. If you don't clean up, then you're not allowed in the kitchen. Yeah. I think I sent you pictures. These cookies that I made, like, I thought they'd flatten out in the oven. They did not flatten out. They looked like uh, like the tops of a mushroom. It was like the perfect, like, dome. I sent pictures to you, Morgan. I'm sure you saw them. Seeing it probably if I saw it again. It kind of looked like a landmine. If I like threw them out in my yard, 
Like, someone could step on it and it could detonate. Um, but anyways, they were great. So... What kind of cookies were they? Chocolate chip cookies, Kim. Yeah. I'm not playing Fair. around. Okay, Okay, any more recipes? Like, what's, like, your... You come home from work, like, go-to other than penne bacca? Uh, breakfast for dinner is a major go-to. Like, sometimes I just want a really good, like egg sandwich and i'll do like a so i mean it's cooking but not really <laughs> uh, but i'll do like scrambled eggs american cheese chicken mm -hmm. sausage on a bagel um i did some gardening throughout quarantine so like i was growing oh, some potatoes for a while i have some arugula that is like very overgrown right now so i can't eat it because it would probably like hurt you'd be um, fine Arugula gets, like, really bitter and spicy when it's overgrown, so, like, I yeah. can't eat it. Um, Ship it up. We'll, uh, we'll eat it. Okay. Um, what else was I making? Oh, sweet potato gnocchi. Ooh, is that the Trader Joe's one, or do you make it yourself? I make it myself. Oh, wow. You think she okay. buys it at Trader Joe's? Come on. I mean, I don't know. They come in frozen bags. Sometimes it's easy. Disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, no, but, um, Chrissy Teigen's recipe is incredible wow okay so what do you put with it do you just like saute it or yeah so i saute it in pesto and then i usually do like a spicy italian sausage with it okay that sounds delicious that's a great idea and i do a lot of with what on top parmesan cheese mm, okay okay i see that sounds delicious um i made a lot of um like tacos and stuff recently recently but like like the real tacos not like the el paso you know like not the box taco like the real Porque no los dos. really been enjoying those that's been like kind of my go-to i guess i was saying to bobby that we have to make them again but um I'm we're also on a college budget and my parents are not paying for the steak anymore which means that we'll probably be going with chicken and that's that <laughs> either yeah. way yeah it'll be all right yeah Alright, so let's hop back on the heel now that we're done with our cooking show tangent. Okay, sponsored by Rachel Ray. Anyways, uh, Kim, we haven't talked about how you ended up in heel. So how did you somehow get roped into this ragtag bunch of hooligans that love to eat food as much as we do? Yeah, that's a great story. So my freshman year, um, I knew I wanted to get involved in fun. I had heard about it just... I guess, kind of in passing throughout high school. Um, and I went to the involvement fair, which I guess was the first or second week of freshman year. And I walked around with the specific intent of finding a thon org. Um, did not find heel. But I went home, back to my dorm, and I was talking to my roommate. And she was like, oh, I think I'm going to go to this thon meeting. Um, I, like, found this org at the involvement fair, and I was like, oh, cool, like, I'll go with you, because I had talked to a couple people, but, you know, I didn't really know anyone, so I didn't really care what org I, I joined. Um, and so I went with her to the first heel meeting that year, and there were two people on exec that year who had gone to my high school. I didn't know them because they were, uh, they had graduated when I went to high school because my high school was only three years but shout out to vince and julia if you guys happen to be listening um 
but they said that they were from Bucks County. I was like, I'm from Bucks County. And so I went up to them at the end of the meeting and I was like, where'd you guys go to high school? And they said, Central Bucks East. And so that kind of like right off the bat, I was like, oh, okay. Even though I don't know anybody in the org, I at least have people that I have something in common with. And, and that was it. I went to the first meeting that year and then I kept going back and I absolutely fell in love with it. Fell in love with it enough to take them to uh, Canvas at your or to Can at your house, so that's pretty cool. Um, to do that your freshman year too, um, a neat story. I know that was that's kind of I have a similar story with the whole involvement fair. Um, sorry if you can hear my dog in the back; she's barking. Um, okay, good. <laughs> um, same kind of idea, and I think that's like the neat, or I guess you didn't necessarily meet them at the involvement fair, but it is like a neat thing because you really do like. When you go to the first meeting and you meet them that way, it's like a cool progression. Mm-hmm. Um, and to kind of like hear where everyone's from and stuff. Because after that, you really don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, so very neat. Yeah, I, was awesome. I remember I told my parents uh, sometime like towards the end of my freshman year, I was like, I'm going to be the president of Fuel one day. That's awesome. Wow. And you it did it. It was, they were like, okay. It was very full circle. <laughs> yeah, evidently. Very cool. Um, okay, so we're coming up on uh, losing some time here. Okay, yeah, I'm just checking. So, yeah, we only have a few minutes left. So we have our um, typical question that we ask everyone, and that question is, what do you think will be in the Lion Dance this year? Um, some things that they'll mention um, versus all that kind of stuff. Well, I think the obvious is COVID. Mm-hmm. No way. Very fair. Not even that big of a deal this year, right? Um, Banana bread. Like Penn State football going back and forth as to whether they were going to play. Maybe like, I don't know, this makes me really sad, but like Saquon tearing his ACL. ACL. Yeah. I said ALC. That's <laughs> my brain after what's working. An, what's an ALC? Is that I a thing? I don't know. I don't think it's a thing. That sounds like a sushi roll. TLC. That's a. Talking about sushi. I love sushi. All right, that's a story for another time. No, I love sushi. All right, fine. We'll come up. We'll get some tadashi. Don't taunt me. Um, but yeah. So like Saquon. Uh, what else? That's a great question. Oh, I mean, I don't know if I think they've decided that they're doing Thon like virtually somehow. Yeah. Um. So that will be part of the line dance. For sure. Um, those, are my, those are my guesses for now. Um, um, yeah, we talk about this, I guess, just about every week. And uh, I do have a sad addition, um, which would be the sad passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But um, I hope that they honor her in the line dance. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure... I know every year they mention the every year there's an election they mention it um, presidential election so I'm sure to some extent it will be in there um, they'll probably be grouped together in some way but I hope that that's I hope that that's included because um, it's important to remember all those things as well. Yeah, a lot of awesome it. people dying this year. What Republic your representative John Lewis died. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's John Lewis, right? Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, now Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yikes. And, I mean, 
Kobe was at the beginning of the year. Yeah, that actually, they snuck him into last year's line dance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Fonzo, he's, like, kind of funny because you think, like, in terms of years, but it's different because it's, like, a thon year. So yeah, it's really February to February. February to February again. Um, so it's not, like, a true representation of the entire year, but they do, they, they get as much as they can. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any new additions this week of things going on in the world. Oh, you know what we don't have on there? I bet you, like, Murder Hornets will be on there because they were, like, a thing for, like, three seconds. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's usually... The fires out west. That'll... Yeah, that's true. We actually haven't talked about that. I mean, the entire west coast is... The sky's orange. Have you seen those pictures? Yeah. The sad thing is is that wildfires have been in the past couple line dances, which should not be like that. Correct. Yeah. Gender reveals. Isn't that what it was? Yeah, well, one of the big ones. Yeah. The gender reveal. Wow. <laughs> you guys have any happy questions for me? <laughs> yeah, right? Oh my gosh. Um, I ask everyone, who do you want to see on the podcast next? Because I run out of ideas, so. Ooh, that's a great question. We always crowdsource it. Ooh. Well, I mean... I know you had the Tuckies on a couple episodes ago. Yep. Um, are the Hesses interested? So we're working on it. Yeah, okay. scheduling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that would be my, my first suggestion. Um, any, you know, past president of Heal. So Charlie was before me. Jill was before him. Um... Danielle, those were the presidents during my time. Um, so any of them, um, I mean, really any like past member, I think would be a really awesome perspective. Um, and there are tons of past members of Heal, so you guys will not run out of people for your podcast, which is great. Good, we better um, not. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to have to have someone like you back on. I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> no, this was so much fun. Yeah, well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I know that life can be busy once you're an adult and no longer a college student like we are. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but thank you for taking the time um, to oh, come on. We really appreciate it. Is that a dog in the background I see? Yes, that is Roxy, my roommate's dog. She's adorable. Adorable. Absolutely adorable. She is some sort of black lab mix, and she's about 12 or 13 years old. Um, <laughs> my roommate adopted her back in November. Awesome. Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. All right. Well, I think that's all we got for you. So, right. uh, this was so much fun. Thanks for coming on. Thank you to all of our listeners for listening hanging out with us, and uh, stay safe and keep on dancing.